Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. I am back from Beijing. I am excited to talk about Seattle Kraken hockey. Tomorrow is Kraken Day in Seattle. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We have a game day against the Nashville Predators, and Kimmel is going to join me a little bit on today's show and definitely for tomorrow to get you ready for that. And I don't know if you noticed my swag. I've got Black Rosie. And I have the Black History Month cap that the Seattle Kraken put out, and you are going to have an opportunity to win this gear. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? I am back. Thank you so much, as always, for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. Locked On Kraken is your only daily Seattle Kraken podcast. And in March, we are kicking it off. We're kicking off Women's History Month. We're kicking off um, the, the final home game before the Seattle Kraken hit the road again. There's so many amazing things happening in March, including that I am finally back from Beijing, China. I'm so excited. But on today's show, you're going to hear a little bit from Dave Haxton. Um, Natty Beneers talk to media as we get ready for NCAA and the postseason. And of course, we're going to talk about some news that's really impacted not just the world, but the hockey community has been responding to the conflict between the Ukraine and Russia. And I'm going to get into that a little bit. We'll also talk with Ann Kimmel about that tomorrow. But the Seattle Kraken are going to enter their game at Climate Pledge Arena tomorrow against the Nashville Predators on a skid, a one-game losing streak. They fell, of course, to the San Jose Sharks. Um and are really looking to turn things around here um, as they have their only home game this week. As I mentioned, they'll be on the road for five games. So ultimately, it's a lot of what we've been talking about, folks. This is a young team. This is a teenage team. But what does that mean as we near and approach the trade deadline. So not only here on Locked on Kraken are we going to talk about that a little bit throughout the week, but also through the Locked on NHL shows, we're going to have some stuff for you team by team talking about the trade deadline. I do think generally speaking, the Seattle Kraken have some really interesting decisions to make when it comes to the trade deadline. I'm going to break that down and walk you through the amazing story that Ryan S. Clark wrote about that. But first, let's hear from Dave Haxtell about what he's saying about this team and moral victories, as well as the mentality as we approach the trade deadline. I just you know, continue to, uh, you know, to address areas of our game every day in practice. Today was a, you know, today was a, a pace day, pace and execution day. Tomorrow we'll get in a good work day. Um, you know, and in terms of, you know, as you, as you continue to go through the, you know, the schedule, um, you know, you're, you're looking to build wins, looking for leadership in different, uh, in every single different area of, uh, of our hockey team uh, and continuing to push through. Well, that stuff will stay mostly, 
you know, in the dressing room. But this team, you know, and this group has been has been resilient. Um, and as I've talked about, you know, as as we've uh, as we've gone through the last couple uh, you know a couple weeks and even a couple months here, you know, we're we're a team that needs every part to do their you know to you know to do their uh, piece you know, during a 60-minute hockey game in order to complete and to build wins. So that's what our goal is, day in and day out. But it is. I mean, you have to be careful with moral victories. You know, we're 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 in a business that's about you know winning, um, and and it's results. So. Um, you know the real, you know, real important thing is to address the positives and make sure that we know what the positives are, and also to, you know, to honestly, you know, address the areas of our game that we need to continue to get better in. So, um, you know, it's it's a balance. You know, there's a real balance there, and um, you know, every day you have to carry that balance into into the workday. Uh, really, just you know, approaching it knowing that you know there is, you know, there are some significant things going through the minds of you know of different players um, and you know and how uh, that can you know affect their daily lives their families um, but also uh, being able to take that and you know and just uh, just make sure that we're all good pros and we go out and do our job really well so um, you know there's a human side to it and then you know there's you know there's that professional side as well so you know, and there's no real magic formula to it um, a little bit of discussion, not a lot, uh, and just an honest approach. Yeah, that that's not anything that weighs on us, you know. Uh, you know, honestly, that's not a you know. It's um, everybody go through goes through this uh, at this time of year, whether somebody's expecting to add to their team or potentially. Uh, lose a player or two, you know, important player or two. Everybody, um, you know, everybody goes through that, um, and that's, uh, you know, that's that's part of our business. So, like I said, just calmly and consistently, uh, you know, handling it. Like I said, not a lot of not a lot of conversation needs to happen on that, uh, but you know, well-time conversation here or there uh, is is helpful in my opinion. All right, you bet. Yeah, thanks. We've been hearing it from Dave Haxtell and the Seattle Kraken for quite some time. The moral victories are not what they are in the business of. That being said, Dave Haxtell has the approach of wanting to take the things that are working and be able to honor and amplify those at the appropriate times while also staying focused on the goal, which is to win games, to win games, to get into the playoffs, to get into the playoffs, to get a championship. And so I really do appreciate that approach. Now talking that out and then having it play out on the ice, of course, are things that the Seattle Kraken still have to figure out. You know, I love saying it. This is a teenage team, a team that needs some help with when it comes to discipline. And I think that's what's going to make the trade the trade deadline, excuse me, so interesting because there are some things that the team has not been really doing great and if we're being honest, there are some players that we have seen. I don't know that I would necessarily target any one or even a group full of, of players, or there are very few players that I would target and saying, this is kind of like a consistent problem. I think it's just overall the focus it kind of wavers at times for the Seattle Kraken team. So that's going to make it difficult from a performance perspective, but from a monetary perspective, again, as Ryan S. Clark mentions in 
his article, you have to wonder what Seattle is going to do here. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we're going to break that down. I'm going to take you over to Ryan's article. We're going to talk about some of the names potentially that are contracts and players that the Seattle Kraken might want to offload. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. All right, fans, football might be over, but basketball is in full swing as we have NCAA. We also have NBA and, of course, the WNBA returning soon. From the latest odds, totals, and player performance props, where you want to go to find it all is, of course, betonline.net, which remains your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Uh, BetOnline is the best spot for all of your sports scores, your podcasts, and your news all in the season. And it's not just basketball, of course. We have NHL, we have football when they come back, UFC, boxing, and on and on. So head to the website today and you can use your mobile device, your laptop, your desktop, whatever you got. And, um, Take a look at some of the trends and action happening in your favorite sports, hockey or otherwise. So bet online where the game starts. As always, I want to thank you for making Locked on Crack in your first listen of the day. I'm so excited to be back to the regularly scheduled program here. Tomorrow's a Seattle Kraken game day. I'm so excited. And Kimmel is going to join me tomorrow. But before I get too much into Ryan S. Clark's article. Let me take you over to a conversation Anne and I had in part um, and a little tease of what you can expect on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Kraken. Oh, baby. Callie Yarncroak. Are the Nashville Predators going to put him in play? Mark Giordano. Could we see him move? And that's where we're actually going to start. There was an article Already, I believe it was actually a friend of the pod and former guest, Haley Salvian, who wrote about Mark Giordano. I know she's written about uh, Mark Giordano regarding just how amazing he has been for the Calgary Flames organization. But early in this season, we have seen that Mark Giordano was associated with trades and a lot of people thinking that Gio is going to be on the move. Now, is this something necessarily that you want to see for Gio or even for the Seattle Kraken? Absolutely not. From an optics perspective, and Anna and I talk about this on what will be tomorrow's show, it's tough to lose a captain, right? Uh, you shouldn't want to be doing that as an organization. That being said, it's the price tag. Now, the Seattle Kraken have done pretty well with their um, with managing their salary cap, but it's all about that staggered approach that I talked about really early in the show. I know when Allison Lucan was on the show, we talked about that staggered approach. We've heard Ron Francis give interviews between ESPN or Jeff Baker, where he's talking about they're probably not going to make too many moves in this season. They're going to ride out this season. I'm not exactly sure if that's going to hold true when we get to the trade deadline later this month, but at least it's been true for now. That being said, the Seattle Kraken made a move just today. And the Seattle Kraken announced that they have agreed to terms with free agent forward Ty Cardi, he's going to get an entry-level contract. He's 5'11", 202. Uh, he weighs in at 202. Um, he's been playing in the OHL. 
And the 20-year-old has 135 points in 173 regular season games uh, with the Greyhounds. And um, he was originally selected um, in the 2017 um, priority selection. Um, so this is going to be a three-year entry-level contract as the Seattle Kraken have um, released. Uh, quote, we are impressed by Ty during training camp. We were impressed by Ty during training camp and are excited to welcome him to our organization, said Ron Francis. He is well-liked by teammates and has taken tremendous steps offensively this season, and we are looking forward to helping him develop as a player. Now, we know that the Seattle Kraken, of course, next season will have the not Phoenix, but Firebirds out in the Coachella Valley. So this is a three-year contract that Ty is going to be signing. Whether he makes it to the big show, we shall see. Um, but they have, you know, it's a three-year entry-level contract. I mentioned that Maddie Beneers, who's getting ready for conference play in the NCAA, he spoke to media today. Uh, I was with him, of course, in Beijing, China. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking finish to his first Olympics and what very well could be his only Olympics, but that's a story for another day. We'll see what actually happens given the CBA and where the NHL is with that. But like I said, a story for another day, but so we'll see, uh, will we see Ty in the Seattle with the Seattle Kraken organization? Uh, we'll probably, we can guarantee we'll see him with the firebirds. That's going to be an interesting situation that we'll stay, uh, up to date with, but, um, going back to free agency, um, there are needs for this Seattle Kraken team. I think that defense has been more of an issue than we've been talking about, um, and that's probably something that needs to be shored up. So losing your captain, who happens to be a defender, not something that I think you want to do if you're the Seattle Kraken, but if you feel that you have to do for money reasons, then there you go. But some other names that Ryan S. Clark has in his story, and make sure you check that out over, the, over at The Athletic, the – Link in the show notes. But um, Callie Yarncroak, Marcus Johansson, and my boy, Ryan Donato. That's actually Ryan S. Clark focuses on Ryan Donato for this piece. And I could wax poetic for days on why I think Ryan Donato deserves his chance to stay with the Seattle Kraken. And if you read the article, you see that he's really trying to do that. So um, uh, I just like how Donato plays. I like his energy. The Seattle Kraken team is a very polite team. They go out there. They work hard. Uh, Dave Haxtell talked about the resilience of the team today earlier at practice um, when asked about the team and, and how the season is going. And I think Ryan Donato exhibits that. Uh, coming up next on Locked on Kraken, as I mentioned, I talked with Ann Kimmel. We're going to have a great conversation getting you ready for game day at Climate Pledge Arena. But a few things. One is that we do want to talk about some of the news cycle as it relates to the NHL, in particular, the NHL's response to the ongoing conflict between the Ukraine and Russia. Russia has invaded the Ukraine. The NHL has made a statement. I want to take you over to my conversation with Ann about that because it, it is already impacting NHL players, and it could have an impact on the Paralympics, which starts this week. So you know I had to have the expert Ann Kimmel on. We're going to talk about that. Also, you're not going to want to miss the end of the show, because if you like my lid, 
If you like my jersey, my black rosy jersey that was unveiled by the Metropolitan Riveters, I am going to have a way for you to win one of I'm going to have a way for you to win some swag here on Locked on Kraken. And it now comes to the time of the show where it's time for me to tell you about my favorite family-owned business, and that is rockauto.com. The pandemic has definitely showed us that we can do a lot of things online, but rockauto.com has been serving auto parts customers online for more than 20 years. And here's why. Because with all the different makes and models and souped-up versions of your favorite vehicle, it's almost impossible for one brick and mortar, that means store that you'll walk into, to carry everything that you need. You'd have to probably call ahead or go online anyway to make sure that you can pick up the parts that you need. So why not just cut out the middle piece and head over to rockauto.com? Everything from tail lamps, uh, brake parts, even brand new carpet is what you can find on rockauto.com. And you don't have to worry about them marking up the prices. They are going to give you a good deal regardless of if you're a do-it-yourselfer or an old seasoned pro in the automobile industry. So When you head over to rockauto.com to get your next purchase for your favorite car or truck, make sure that you type in locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. So the Kraken Day proclamation has been made official. That's going to be March 2nd, 2022. On Kraken Day, fans and community members around Seattle will celebrate a series of perks, benefits, and fun programming for them to enjoy. Throughout the day, fans can take part in the celebration all around town through community partners, uh, through community partner offers, prize giveaways, and fanfare at the Knights game versus the Nashville Predators. Um, And so it's just really cool to see that the Seattle Kraken are definitely leaning in to engaging fans. They retired the number 32, 3-2-2022 becomes Kraken Day and will forevermore be Kraken Day. I mean, like the 2022 part, obviously, like is only for this year, but 3-2 is going to be Kraken Day and something that we can all celebrate together. So check the link in the show notes for all of the places that are participating. And as we mentioned, the Nashville Predators are rolling into Climate Pledge Arena. And for our full game day preview, make sure you check out Locked on Kraken for tomorrow. But okay, now to the goods. If you stick, if you stuck around for this long, then you know that I am doing a giveaway. So first, a little bit of a story time. I know, I tell a lot of stories, but here's this one. I put out a tweet. Uh, I think I was still in Beijing, China when I saw the drop. This is a part of an installment of um, the Black Girl Hockey Club merch drop. And this particular Seattle Kraken, you can see that it has the yellow, the green, and the red Those are colors along with the black that are part of the Pan-African flag, a unity flag for all of the countries on the African continent. You should check out the history there. There were special warm-ups at the Seattle Kraken War when they took on the San Jose Sharks. And there was the symbol of the Sankofa. R.C. Johnson is a local artist who designed this for the Seattle Kraken. And I know I'm wearing the hat, but I want to show you what else I got. Oh, yeah. Also got 
this super sweet hoodie. I mean, these colors, the colors just pop so well on the black. I absolutely love this. I love this design. It kind of has like a brush strokes um, kind of, you know, design to it. So cool. RC, you did a great job. I'm so thankful to, I didn't ask permission to give this fan's name, so I won't do that. But um, I put out a tweet saying like, hey, can someone hook me up? I did have a few people reach out. This was before, because um, now the hat has just been made available online. Uh, the t-shirt is, they definitely don't have my size anymore. There are some youth sizes and it's a uh, gray, not black. So check that out the link in the show notes, but, um, I know from experience that the black girl hockey club specialty merch, the, it doesn't last very long. So I'm thankful to the few fans that first made me aware that I could purchase online, but this one fan offered to go to the store. They were already headed to the store and, um, got me some Seattle Kraken swag. So the deal I thought I was agreeing to is I put in an order. This fan was going to then send me like a Venmo, Cash App, whatever situation. That did not happen. Instead, this fan sent this and shipped it to me. So paid shipping costs as well and simply said, pay it forward. So that's why today on today's show, the first day of Women's History Month coming right off the heels of Black History Month. So you best believe I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to do my first giveaway. I don't think I've done a proper giveaway yet on Locked on Kraken. So because it's about paying it forward and because it's Women's History Month, I'm going to incorporate both of those things. So for those listening to Locked on Kraken, if you want to win one of these, because I've got one coming and I will send it out to you. If you want to win one of these hats, here's what you do. Make sure you're following RC Johnson on Instagram. Make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on Instagram. And then I want you to uh, send me a screen, uh, you know, a snapshot that you're following RC. Send me a screenshot that you're following Locked on Kraken. I, I mean, I can look those things up, but just, just to be diligent. And then uh, also I want you to... I mentioned Sankofa. Now, the Sankofa symbol is not on here, but Sankofa has a very special meaning in African, uh, the, the um, African culture and the word itself. So, I want you to tell me what Sankofa means to you and how you are going to embody Sankofa. Um, it is something that comes from African culture, but I think that there's a greater message that we all can appreciate and enjoy. So, if you want to win the hat, that's how you win the hat. Now, if you want to, and I have to give some stick taps to the Metropolitan Riveters. They are going to partner with me for the second part of this giveaway because not only do we get a black Rosie, you know, some of you know that I have a black Rosie who carries a microphone because I am empowering melanated people in sports media, but black Rosie on the ice believed to be the first time a black woman for sure. Uh, but one of the few times, if at all, we've seen a black person portrayed on an official professional hockey jersey. That is Black Rosie. My Black Rosie was designed by Joe Dabney. This Black Rosie that I'm wearing, it was designed by Joe Dabney. And don't worry if you can't see it because at the end end of the show, like, you know, like Marvel style trailer situation, you're going to get to see it in full effect. But um, if you want to win a Black Rosie jersey, and it will be in your size, sent to your house, then what you need to do is a very similar thing. Make sure you're following Joe Dabney 
on Instagram and or Twitter. Make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on Instagram and or Twitter. And then what you're going to do is, and again, look at the teaser video. But in, in the teaser video that I have that will be at the end of this show, and you'll get first look. So Locked on Kraken fans and listeners are going to get a first look. If you're watching on YouTube is the best way to do it because uh, you'll absolutely get the first look. There's a number on the back of this jersey. And I want you to try and figure out and give me the answer that you think is why that number is on the back of the jersey. I'll put it this way. It's a year. Um, so think about that in the context of why we have a Rosie the Riveter and how that might fit into Black Rosie. But let me know what the number on the jersey correlates with. Um, so you can probably see it here. Okay, let me know what the number correlates with. If you're listening on audio, first of all, thank you so much for listening to Locked on Kraken. I, I appreciate you. I, I really, really do, sincerely. Um, but go check out YouTube. Go check out YouTube if you want to win. Um, this will go up on social media, but then it's fair game for everyone. So this is going to drop first for Locked on Kraken fans. Um, so check that out. Um, and that's our show, folks. Like I said, it's game day tomorrow. And I've already recorded. You'll see I'm wearing the same outfit. So you'll see that Ann and I have already recorded. Obviously, Ann was on the show a little bit earlier. It's a game day. Nashville definitely statistically has the, uh, they have the advantage. Can the Seattle Kraken break through some of their teenage growing pains and live, as Katy Perry might say, the teenage dream? Well, that's why we play the games. And so as always, we hold fast, we stay true, and this month especially, we are always going to elevate women, and I'll see you tomorrow. And don't forget, stay tuned on YouTube for a very fun video. I mean, I had a fun doing it. Um, that displays the jersey in particular a little bit more. Oh, and let's not forget, now that you've listened to Locked on Kraken and made us your first listen of the day, now it's time to listen to Locked on Fantasy Hockey. You'll hear me talk about this tomorrow with Anne, but I definitely made some faux pas in my Black Girl Hockey Club Fantasy League, and I wish I would have tuned in a little bit more closely to Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Don't make the mistakes that I've made. I made them so you don't have to. And as always, everything on the Locked on Network is available Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's also available on YouTube and, of course, is absolutely free to listen and to watch. So best of luck in your fantasy league. I'm not doing so great, but uh, I'm sure that now that you know about Locked on Fantasy Hockey, you'll be able to ace it. I'll see you tomorrow.